Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you could join us, but before we get into the Word, let's pray. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for being a good God, Lord, and we just thank you for being yourself, Lord, because we know that no evil things exist in you, Lord, only good, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you for the benefits and the blessings that you pour out on those who are doing your will, Lord, both in our natural life, Lord, and in our spiritual life, Lord, that we can help foster those who are coming up, Lord, and to lead them into relationship with you, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you for your love. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everybody. <coughs> Excuse me. We're glad and excited to have you with us as we continue our series on the Lord's house. And we are still in Exodus 28. We're continuing discussing the garments for the priesthood. And in there, this morning, we are going to going to be a, a bit ambitious and discuss the robe of the ephod and the turban that was part of the the garments for the priesthood so uh before we get into the word though i'd just like to ask if you are blessed by this that you would like subscribe and share this with oh i'll say how whoever the lord leads and puts on your heart to to lead right so they can be blessed and learn and grow and it gives you the opportunity to share in the work and blessing of the ministry but also it's a blessing to us, right? We get to see the growth. We get to, well, see the Lord working and fulfilling everything he's called us in this ministry to do, which is to ensure the gospel is preached to the to the whole earth. So um, I'd just like to thank you ahead of time. But anyway, let's get into the word, shall we? And can I get a volunteer to... Read from Exodus 28, verses 31 through 43. I will. All right, promise. You shall make the robe of the ephod all blue. There shall be an opening for his head in the middle of it. It shall have a woven binding all around his opening, like the opening of a coat of mail, so that it does not tear. And upon its hem you shall make pomegranates of blue, purple, and scarlet all around its hem, and the be- and bells of gold between them all around. A golden bell and a pomegranate, a golden bell and a pomegranate upon the hem of the robe all around. And there shall be upon Aaron when he ministers, its sound, its sound shall be heard when he goes into the holy place before the Lord, and when he comes out, that he may not die. You shall also make a plate of pure gold and engrave on it, like the engraving of a signet, holiness to the Lord. And you shall put it, and you shall put it on a blue cord that it may be on a turban. It shall be on the front of the turban, so it shall be on Aaron's forehead that Aaron may bear the iniquity of the holy things. Yes, of the holy things which the children of Israel hollow in all their holy gifts, and it shall be always on his forehead that they may be accepted before the Lord. You shall skillfully weave the turban of fine linen fine linen thread. 
You shall make the turban of fine linen, and you shall make it make a sorry, make the sash of wo- sash of woven work. For Aaron's son, you shall make tunics, and you shall make sashes for them, and you shall make hats for them for the glory and beauty. So you shall put them on Aaron your brother and on his sons with them. You shall anoint them, consecrate them, and sanctify them, that they may minister to me as priests. And you shall make them, make for them linen trousers to cover their nakedness. They shall reach from their waist to, to the thighs. They shall be on Aaron and on his sons when they come into the tabernacle of meeting, or when they come near the altar to minister in the holy place, that they shall not incur iniquity and die. It shall be statue forever to him and his descendants after him. Mm-hmm. Amen. So as we were reading this, there was a, a couple things that, that really jumped out at me, right? One, the robe for the ephod is made of blue, right? All yes. of it was blue. Denoting That was the high priest. The high priest, right? The priesthood. Again, a type in the shadow of Christ as our great and high priest. But then there's yes. there's this part, right? Um, well, it, it talks about how to put this on, right? And I was reminded of the scripture that says, put, you put on the Lord Jesus Christ, right? Yes. So, the priest had to do this. And again, these, the clothes, the garments that the priest had wore were considered, even the garments were considered holy. All right? They couldn't just wear it about. Yes. Like in the normal course of the day. It was specifically for ministering to the Lord. Right? Yes. But then also in verse 33, there are pomegranates and bells. Pomegranates were of three colors, blue, purple, and scarlet, and then bells of gold. So there's an alternating pattern, right? Pomegranate bell, pomegranate bell, throughout the entire hem of the garment. Does anyone know why? Oh, we'll first start with the pomegranates. Why a pomegranate, and why those colors in the pomegranate? I'm not sure about the pomegranate. All I can think of what possibly could be it was that inside of the gospel jesus said that we're supposed to bear much fruit and that mm. you've been talking to us about how pomegranates are full of uh seeds They're absolutely very seedy. they have an extremely high concentration there are fruit and they have an extremely high concentration of seeds if you've ever cut one or cracked one open right yes extremely high and yes you brought that up correctly sir that's john fifteen eight. My Father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit, proving yourselves to be my disciples. Right? But not only that, you bear much fruit, and that your fruit would remain. Right? Depending on the translation. Proving to be my disciples. The colors denote what? Uh, Oh, Blue refers to refers to Jesus as a high priest. Mm-hmm. Um, purple refers to him as king. Okay. And then scar refers to him as the Messiah. As the Savior. Yes. 
So he's saying, bearing what I get out of this that you're trying to bring up, that was it saying that we're supposed to bear fruit of Jesus, the fruit of Jesus, so that way others can taste of it, I would say. So back to John 15, right? Yes. Actually, verse 7 it says, How we bear much fruit. We can't do it of ourselves. Right? No. You can't just decide when, oh, I'm going to get up and go on this mission trip and talk about the Lord, right? No. Because John 15, 7 says, If you remain or abide in me, and my words abide in you. So it's actually Christ abiding in us. Christ doing the work in and through us that accomplishes the goal and provides the opportunity for much fruit, right? That's also why there is there are the gold bells. Goals representing his divine nature, right? His divine nature. And that, right, creates this, I'll say, sweet sound, right? Yes, there is also the other aspect of for going into the holy place, there is this sound that everyone hears, right? And if the sound stops, that's either because the priest is standing, or the high priest, right? The high priest is standing extremely still, or he is dead because of iniquity, right? But it's very difficult to be in iniquity and still bear much fruit, that, especially fruit that would remain, Right? Yes. Didn't Jesus cover that with the Pharisees, Sadducees, and scribes? It was in one of the woes. And he said, you travel across the world, essentially, I'm paraphrasing, to make one proselyte, to convert one person, and then make them twice the son of the devil as yourself. Denoting that they were in sin, they were in iniquity. Right? Yes. That's not fruit. It's definitely not fruit that remains. We can only accomplish the things the Lord has predestined for us to accomplish. Abiding in the Lord and His Word. The Father, Son, and Holy Spirit abiding in us. And the anointing of the Holy Spirit. The, the Lord's hand being upon us, empowering us to do and accomplish through his leading all the things he's already predestined for us to do. Right? Yes. Okay. So, this is the pattern. This is what, how you saw Christ conduct his ministry. That's why Paul writes about it in a number of, of places in Scripture. How we have such a great high priest. Right? According to the order of Melchizedek. Right? This eternal high priest for us but also we are a royal priesthood and a holy nation kings and priests before our god right so because we have this pattern example we now have the example on how we are to carry out and i'll say conduct ourselves in order to carry out the things he has for us to do right all of it is done in ministry and in order to minister to our lord and savior that was the role and the job of the priesthood right yes yes 
Okay. Yes. But then you also see this, right? This brings us to the next part. There is a plate of pure gold and engraved on it, holiness to the Lord. And then it is placed on the turban, right? Yes. What does this remind you of? Or does it remind you of anything in Scripture? Uh, possibly what the angels are saying in heaven when they're praising Jesus and the Lamb as they're flying around. Okay. That's they say, holy, things. holy, holy. Yes. And what the saints were saying, I believe? 23 elders. The 24 elders. Oh, sorry, you got the number wrong. That were casting their what? Crowns. Their crowns before the Lord. Right? Yes. He placed a crown on their head. Right? Again, type in a shadow of things that already exist in the heavenlies. These things are already there. I'll say for us as reward to be given, denoting how we conducted ourselves and our lives before the Lord. Can't be done of our own power, our own initiative, our own will, but only in humbling ourselves and submitting to the Lord of all the earth, allowing Him to be our God and we being His people. Do we see that? And do we also see that there's a difference there with the rest of the, the priesthood in the same way that is talked about in Revelation? The elders are the ones with the crowns, right? The high priest is the one that has this, this turban. The others are, have hats, right? Yes. It's still different though. Denotes a distinguishable difference. And the high priest was to be pure. Could not be with sin and offer the sacrifice, right? Yes. And I'm not saying the sin was okay or allowed. That's not what I'm saying in what we're discussing. We are all told, commanded by the Lord, to be pure, to be holy, for he is holy. Right? Yes. But here the Lord's making a difference of whom he has chosen to be his high priest. There could be no sin. Yes. So I'm going to pause there. I want to open up the floor for each of you to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you for all of this, or through all this, and ask any questions that you have. Okay? Okay. 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 First, Lord's talk, talking to me about where the verse 32 where it says, There shall be an opening for his head in the middle of it. It shall have a woven binding all around his opening, like the opening of a coat of mail. And how the Lord showed me that, um, originally when I think of making clothing, I just think of cutting holes and stuff and putting it on you. And then. <laughs> oh, I forgot the other part. It says, so that it does not tear. And so the Lord showed me that he's thorough all the round, mm -hmm. all the way. And that there's none, nothing left undone. Mm. He's considered everything, right? Yes. Well, we have to follow his pattern because in the example you just gave, 
Well, that's why you are not a fashion designer. I'm just going to cut some holes in this material and call it good, right? Yeah, no, yes. no. But our Lord and our Savior has every exacting detail, not just to have a garment, right? Yes. But one that will remain. It doesn't, it doesn't wear out, but it even, I'll say it's reinforced to help protect against rips and tears and all those things. Yeah? Yes. Okay. Go ahead, brother. I don't think promise was finished. Okay. What else were you going to say, sir? I was going to say also with one of the requirements where for with the rope that they had to be fully dressed. And if the whole tour, then he would be found guilty and killed. Mm. Oh. Yeah, go ahead, sir. And also it makes it look more fashionable because it says for beauty and for glory. Okay. With ragged holes, that doesn't look so good. Oh, all right. So, again, something that doesn't tear easily, right? Yes. But doesn't doesn't the Lord also talk about that in Scripture? He says, hey, store up for yourself treasures in heaven where it doesn't rust and moth doesn't eat and right and all those things? Yes. Okay. Not, a, not here on the earth, right? Store up for yourself treasures in heaven where these things don't happen or they can't get to it, right? Yes. Um, but also, you brought up something else in in this. Um, trying to remember exactly. I want to help bring it to my remembrance. Um, it wasn't about the fashionable part, but it was about for glory and beauty, right? Yes. But the Lord also says in here that he did not want to see their nakedness. However, we are laid open and bare before him. But what were all these garments representing? What do they represent? Different parts and aspects of Christ. Right? Yes. Okay. So he's not looking at us because we do not yet have the divine nature. We are not yet in our glorified state. Right? However, yes. when he looks at us, he sees Christ in us, right? All yes. these garments did exactly what Christ did on the cross, or what his blood did for us on the cross. It covered us. It washed us white as snow, right? So we're told, put on the Lord Jesus Christ, and then there is love and everything else, right? And that's what the Father is looking upon, not our sin and our iniquity and all those things, Right? There is a covering for them. That covering is Christ. So, so do we see that? Yes. It matters. It's important for us, for our lives, now and for our eternity. Salvation doesn't come through any other. Only through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Do you have anything else, sir? No. All right. Brother? You had something you wanted to share? I just uh, what was what is the translation you're reading from? Promise. Oh, New King James Version. New King James. <clears throat> Interesting that they chose to make the symbolism of the opening for the head that is similar to a coat of mal, meaning a coat of armor. 
which mm-hmm. was, was basically woven metal mm-hmm. prevent from being stabbed. Symbolic of battle. Absolutely. Just thought that was kind of interesting that I was looking in mine and looking through the interlinear. It's not similar, but it's just, I don't think it detracts from or adds to. Just helps us think about it, you know. And then, of course, just the, just the whole concept as we continue to do this. <clears throat> Again, we're, we're looking at um, a slide we have up on a really big TV and, um, <laughs> you know, able to see all these images and symbolisms. And so uh, if you reach out to us at Ministry of the Day of Prayer, dot org we'll make sure we get that to you so you can follow along with us but the the concept of putting on christ you know when we first come to christ thank you lord for your grace and your mercy that makes it simple amen you know it it really is simple you know confess with your mouth that the the lord he is the christ Mm -hmm. right and um that's where it begins. But as we continue to grow and mature, we just see the complexity of this, that it is not a simple putting on of Christ, but it's very purposeful and it's very in-depth and it's ever-growing and ever-expanding. And it's, um, as we talk about with so much, it's not a destination that we achieve. There will be no place on, in, our, in our flesh suits, <laughs> as you say, uh, that will have reached a, a full maturity of Absolutely. putting on of Christ. It's always continuing to be more. And um, even though that's weighty, that's also something to rejoice in mm-hmm. because he is so much and that he is never ending in our discovery and knowing of him. Amen. Amen. Um, thank you, brother. That's a, there is there's a lot in there and it is weighty. This is a process or he's refining us. Well, he is helping us become conformed to the image of the Father. is helping us become conformed to the image of His Son, Jesus. Right? I mean, this, this, the whole, He is our pattern example. He's our everything. And yes, it's a process. Regardless of where we're at, right? you know, we're, we've not arrived yet. I mean, you know, there's all these giants in the faith and in Scripture and you know, those that, that aren't, you know, the, the Andrew Murray's, the, the Tozier's, the, the Wigglesworth, you know what I mean? Um, I'll say Wigglesworth, right? Cause there are many that they try to emulate them. Right. But even they, you know, mention about how they were still learning and growing in Christ. Right. I mean, uh, I've mentioned this in other podcasts, but Wigglesworth, you know, was, was all about even in, you know, in his eighties having, you know, the Lord burn up all the things in Wigglesworth that did not reflect Christ. He'd been in ministry for a long time. And if he was excited about it, but even still having those things, still needing the Lord to do those things in him, and he was used mightily, right? I mean, I'm not saying he's our pattern example, right? But we too should embrace the fact that, hey, there's always more to do, and by do, I mean to be willing to submit to the Lord in the areas and aspects of our life that don't reflect Him, His nature, His character, and His attributes in us, right? But that is part of the the process, and where we should want to be is conformed to His image, regardless of how, I'll say, painful it is, right? 
but even in the, the I'll say the pain of it, because it, it's only really painful when we don't want to submit those things. That's where the pain comes from. When we're willing to submit every area and aspect of our life. I'm not saying it's always easy, but it's definitely a lot less painful. Mm-hmm. But there, there has to come a willingness. Or we have to choose to be willing. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. All right, sir. As promised, as promised was saying earlier about the thing, about the shirt and how the Lord just showed me here was like, Mommy, you were talking about in the previous devotion about how it's what we see in heaven we're supposed to emulate here on earth. And the Lord just showed me with it was that when he gave us these ideas, first of all, um, I say that knowledge that he gave them, it was there for a while. Like, as you said, they had ropes around them. So the high priest died. The ropes became defiled. Well, yes, but it was also how so they could remove the the high priest from the holy place, the most holy place, right? Because they couldn't just run in and go get him. Yes. But they clearly had to get him out. Yes, and how low showed me that with it, if it became defiled, if he had not given them the ability to recreate it, he had passed down the information and knowledge to other people who didn't just give it to one, they wouldn't have been able to recreate it so they could use it. Explain the recreate part. Meaning that make if another he had died one. inside of it, it would have become defiled. They would have had to burn it. Because so it would be more like if a high priest had yes. not prepared mm-hmm. himself and gone into the presence of the Lord and it had touched a dead body, it would become defiled according to the stipulations that God gave, right? Yes. So it's a one-time use if someone perishes while mm-hmm. using it. Yes. So he's saying if God had not given the information or it had not been passed down, they would not be able to acquire or make new ropes to replace the one that was lost because it touched the dead, the, the, the dead body. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. And then how you also, what the, like, Mr. D was saying, we could see it on the screen. It just reminds me of a normal shirt. And the Lord was showing me was that with the knowledge, he gave it, first of all, yes, for his glory. And he also gives us so we can use it. The wisdom is not just to be applied when we're in the church, but it's to be applied everywhere. Mm-hmm. The wisdom works at every aspect and area of our life, not okay, this is my holy wisdom I use for when I'm going on Sunday, but I'm going to think like this when I'm at home. No, it's consistent all the way around. Amen. So he's saying apply his, his concepts, his precepts, and his statutes daily. Everywhere you go, you should look like and reflect Christ no matter what environment or arena that you're in. You shouldn't have two or three personalities that you, you flow, f- function in depending on who you're around or where you are. Now, yes. with that, let's, let's perfect that thinking. Also, as we are his vessel and we are the light and his light in the earth and we're demonstrating Christ in the earth, we also have the understanding to respect and hold in high esteem the things that God says are high esteem. And yes. we don't make those common. As we're taking Christ wherever we go, we are his, right? But we yes. don't trample underfoot what God has given to us and we don't treat it like it's a dirty rag or it's just any old thing. We respect that at all times and we rightly apply his word. We rightly apply um, his precepts and we rightly treat the things that he says, this is holy, this et cetera, et cetera. Right. Yes. Okay. 
because remember we way back first started, they put the temple walls common with other walls, right? Yes. And they were like, well, this oh. God gave us this, so we're just going to slap it anywhere. When we get to the temple, we're, we're still in the, the tabernacle. Oh, when, we, when we very first started, sweetheart. Oh, right, right, yes, you yes. Read, we, okay. Good call, yes. Okay. Thank you. Um, they, they didn't appreciate the holiness that came with this being sanctified to the Lord, right? Yes. So keeping that perspective as well, we are the same person because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He didn't act one way with the Pharisees and then a different way with his disciples and then a different way with the tax collectors and the prostitutes. He was the same always. Yes. So we're the same. And he had a reverence for the things of God that the Father said, these are set apart. Correct? Yes. All right. Now. Hopefully that makes sense to everybody. We're, we're going to build on this, right? We're going to quickly build on this. So can I get a volunteer to go to Numbers 20, verse 28? Someone else? Can I get them to look, go to Ezekiel 42, 14? And can I get a third volunteer to go to Ezekiel 44, 19? I'm at Numbers 2028. 20, can I read it? You may. Moses stripped Aaron of his garments and put them on Eleazar his son, and Aaron died there on the top of the mountain. Then Moses and Eleazar came down from the mountain. Okay. Everybody see what happened there? The garments were considered holy. Yes. And they were passed down. Right? Yes. We haven't gotten to yet, but Mo but Aaron consecrated himself, his sons, and his grandsons. Okay? The garments themselves were considered holy, and they were passed down. Um, can I get someone to read Ezekiel 42 real quick? Uh, verse 14. Sorry, I thought she said something else. Well, there were three. Yeah, the last one's Ezekiel 44 and 19. Forty-two. Which verse? Fourteen. Okay. Mm. <laughs> when the priest enter them, they shall not go out of the holy chamber into the outer court, but there they shall leave their garments in which they minister, for they are holy. They shall put on other garments, then they may approach that which is for the people. Okay. And now, Ezekiel forty-four nineteen, please. Got gotcha. you. All right. And when they go out into the outer court. To the people, they shall put off the garments in which they have been ministering and lay them in the holy chambers. And they shall put on other garments, lest they transmit holiness to the people with their garments. Mm -hmm. So they will not transmit holiness. But you see, it is a, a legacy that is handed down to the generations. So in other words... We need to be careful how we handle the Lord and his things because it is a legacy that we should be passing down to our children and our children's children, right? Third and fourth generations and eternally, right? Throughout all the generations, we should be passing down the Lord and the things of the Lord, his teaching, his knowledge, how to come into relationship with him. Now, yes, the children and 
our children, our children's children, and our children's children's children, right, have a choice to apply those things to their lives or not, right? But we need to do our part to not defile ourselves and the things of the Lord. Amen? Amen. Amen. So we're going to pause there. We've gone a little bit over. Um, but can I get a volunteer to close us out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we just thank you for today and for your anointing, Lord, and the calling that you've given to each and every one of us, Lord. We thank you for the blessings that you're pouring out on our listeners, Lord, and our partners. We thank you for the favor that they have, Lord. We thank you for your protection, Lord, and the goodness that you have shown to each and every one of us, Lord. We thank you for the shedding of your son's blood for the remission of our sins, Lord, that we can be reunited with you in the heavenly community as we were before the world was, God. And we just thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy and your forgiveness and your love, Lord, and your peace that surpasses all understanding, Lord. And so we just thank you for those things. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to a Day of Prayers Morning Bible Study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through a Day of Prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.